Hey, what's up, people of Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor or wherever you're listening to this podcast from? You're tuned into for real though with me, Rocco Ruiz, and today, um, cause I noticed, uh, <laughs> I noticed when I looked at all the thumbnails of my podcast episodes that lately I've been reviewing Disney-owned properties. Like, mostly Disney-owned properties. Like, I've reviewed Spider-Man, Endgame, Lion King, uh, Toy Story 4. Yeah, mostly Disney-owned properties. So, it's refreshing to be able to talk about a non-Disney-owned movie property for once. Because, I mean, Disney owns practically everything. So, what are the chances of you not talking about a Disney movie? They own, like... Star Wars, Marvel, uh, Pixar, uh, Fox now. So it's it's hard not to. It's hard to find a non-Disney-owned property. But anyways, I digress. It's not that difficult to find a Disney, a non-Disney movie. And today, the non-Disney movie I'm gonna be talking about is yesterday. Today, I'm gonna be talking about yesterday. It's funny. Anyway, any, anyways, so uh, I watched yesterday today. Haha, <laughs> it, it just sounds so weird. It, the phrasing. <laughs> but anyways, wow, I am so easily amused. Again, I digress. So yesterday is a movie about this one guy who apparently didn't forget about the Beatles when for some reason the rest of the world did like th- there was just just this um unexplained anomaly and for some reason the beatles just never existed and this guy remembers everything about the beatles i mean everything a normal beatles fan would remember cuz they show some scenes in the movie where he's struggling to remember some lyrics but how could you not struggle to remember some lyrics cuz the Beatles have written, like, I don't know, a hundred songs or more. So, and this movie is directed by Danny Boyle, who also directed The Beach in 2000. Um, he directed Sunshine. He directed Slumdog Billionaire. He directed 127 Hours. And he directed um, Steve Jobs. Did I mention Slumdog Millionaire? Yeah, he directed Slumdog Millionaire. And now he's directing Yesterday. Now... If you guys have seen the trailer for this movie, the trailer looks incredible. Like, whether or not you're a Beatles fan, you're aware how how significant the Beatles are in history. In music history or in human history, for, for that matter. So, when you see the trailer for this movie and you see that the Beatles never existed, but this one guy remembers the Beatles and he has the capability to play their songs, and become famous because of their songs, right off the bat, that concept sounds amazing. Sounds like a movie you'd want to watch. It sounds like a feel-good kind of movie. But, okay, okay, before I talk about the negatives, let's talk about the positives of this movie. Okay, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want to hear spoilers, pause the podcast right now, come back after you've seen the movie. But if you don't care about spoilers at all, and listen on. <laughs> um, if you don't plan on seeing the movie but you want to know all about it, 
keep on listening. Okay, so first we're gonna be talking about the good parts, cause I don't want to be that negative. Who wants to be negative and start with all the the bad points all the time? No one. No one wants to be that guy. So okay, the good parts of this movie. The main guy who plays um what's his name? Jack Malik in this movie. I'm forgetting the name of the actor. But the guy who plays Jack Malik, the main guy, he sings really well. And he acts really good too. Uh Lily James also, who plays the love interest. And this guy who plays the comic relief Rocky. He's pretty good in this too. He like steals every scene he's in. Um yeah, the comedic timing. That is one of the good things in this movie. Like, the jokes are funny. Um, the, the timing of of the comedic scenes, it works. And also, I like the chemistry between Lily James and our main guy, whose name escapes me. I'm so sorry. I'll just call him Jack Malik because that's the character's name. Um, their chemistry was really good. And it kept this movie afloat. Also, the movie started off really well, too. Like, um, the writing at the start of this movie, it just got to me. It was like, this is the movie the trailer made me expect. Like, it was a movie that was this good and this entertaining. But, okay, um, towards the end, okay, I'm gonna be start, I'm gonna start talking about the negatives already. Um, towards the end, the writing just seemed all over the place. Like, so many things were happening for no reason. Okay, because they were mentioning that along with the Beatles disappearing, some other random stuff disappeared too. Like cigarette, cigarettes never existed. Um, Harry Potter never existed. Oasis never existed. And towards the end of the movie, there's no closure. Like, there was no reason for those things to ever not exist. Like, I thought there was... There's all this buildup for some reason. Like, by the end of the movie, you'll be like, oh, so that's why those particular things disappeared. But no, nothing. And come on, cigarettes disappearing. Oh yeah, Coke disappeared too. Those are gonna have, like, significant effects on the world, man. Like, he's not gonna live in the same world he's living in now if those huge things never existed. And, like, I don't know why they added those random things disappearing, too. Like, it could have just been the Beatles never existed. That's it. But for no reason whatsoever, they made these other random things disappear, too. I don't know, as a joke? Um, I know I said the comedic timing was good earlier, but these other things disappearing as a joke was just so insignificant to the story. Um, also... He apparently sang this Oasis song at the start of this movie when he was a, when he was a child and that's what made Lily James's character fall in love with him uh with our main guy and there's no closure like to for that detail like that detail is left as a loose end cuz there's no call back to it at all towards the end of the movie I was expecting him to use that song again in the end of the movie uh, like I think I think he sang Wonderwall. <laughs> I was expecting him to sing Wonderwall at the end again, but again, it just becomes this other loose end because the writing was so messy towards the end of this movie. And keep in mind, this guy, this director, Danny Boyle, directed 127 Hours. 
He directed Slumdog Millionaire. But I think I think he also wrote 127 Hours. I could be wrong. But okay, he also wrote Yesterday, I think. And man, the writing was so messy towards the end. It's like they rushed it. You know that scene in Wayne's World where Wayne and Garth were, the, were just choosing between endings of the movie and they just picked the, oh, let's do the happy ending where everyone's happy. And that's kind of like what this movie did. The world didn't go back to the way it was when before the Beatles disappeared. It just stayed that way. And the guy who our main girl was dating just happily gave her up to our main guy, and everyone just lived happily ever after. That's it. It was such a lazy ending. Like, the concept they used for this movie was amazing, and it could have been used for a better movie. Like, they could have wrote a better movie for this concept. And also the songs. The songs were really good when they used them, but I think they were kind of underutilized. They could have used these Beatles songs to assist with the storytelling, but instead they're just there, they're just kind of there for nostalgia's sake or for fan service's sake, like just for the Beatles fans to get the songs they came to see the movie for. Like, they don't really have any bearing on the story exactly, besides sometimes being a joke. Yeah, most of the time it's as a joke. Like, the hey Jude, hey dude thing. And this one scene where he's trying to play Let It Be to his parents, but it keeps on getting interrupted. Like, that was funny, but I just wish the the songs had more of a significance, I guess, to the story. Because these are songs by the Beatles. Like, there's so much potential when you use these songs. Like, storytelling-wise. Like, have you guys seen Across the Universe? Like, that is a good movie using Beatles songs appropriately. Um, okay, so... Bad points. It's mostly in the writing. Also, the... Was this intentional? But all the CGI or all the effects in this movie looked really cheap. Like, they were made on, made on Movie Maker or iMovie or something like that. Was that intentional was that meant to look cheap in order to kind of look like the old Beatles stuff because Beatles music videos and uh, movies didn't look cheap for the time they were in if you watch them now they look vintage and well done like Yellow Submarine and all those other other movies but for some reason in this movie the effects look cheap and rushed just like the writing I have a feeling that there was an ending for this movie that was better, but maybe the studio didn't like it. Or maybe it got lost somewhere along the way. Because there were so many loose ends by the end of this movie. So I, I really feel like there's an ending out there for yesterday that was way better, but just didn't sit well with the executives for this movie. I don't know. Like, that's just a theory. Maybe this actual ending was the only ending. We'll never know. Or we might know. Who knows? So yeah, if you guys have not seen it, I wouldn't watch it in the theater if I were you guys. Just save your money. And if you really want to see it for the Beatles songs, just wait for it to come out on Netflix. 
or on whatever streaming site it's going to be on because there's going to be like, I don't know, way more streaming sites pretty soon because Disney Plus is happening and NBC is doing their own thing and Fox is doing their own thing. So basically streaming is just devolving back into channels because companies are greedy. Yay, capitalism. But anyways, that's enough negativity for me. Um, Okay, at the end of the day, the story was kind of, you know, um, kind of a letdown for how good the trailer was and how good the concept was. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a good time with this movie. I did have fun with the movie. Um, The chemistry between the actors was good. The story was okay enough. Um, And the Beatles songs were good to hear too. But yeah, uh, it just sucks because this movie could have been way better. Like, I'm not kidding. It could have been... It had the potential to be an Oscar contending movie. Yeah, it had the potential to be an Oscar contender, but the writing just got really lazy. The concept was amazing, but yeah, the script was was all over the place, especially towards the end. Like, so many things happened in the movie for no reason. Like, why did he lose his teeth? That had no significance to the story. Like, and why did two random people in the world remember the Beatles too? That also had no significance. Like, it just happened just because. So many things happened in this movie just because. And you know a movie is good when it's really, like, um, put together well and every single detail is necessary. Like, it doesn't... Like, for example, I always use this as, as an example, but in The Dark Knight, every single detail in that movie is necessary. If you take out something, the movie won't be the same. Whereas in this movie... If you take out some of the minor details like, I don't know, his teeth falling out or um, coke never existing, you can take those out and this movie would still make sense. So yeah, this movie had more potential than it ended up like delivering, like impact wise, but I still had fun like I said earlier. Okay, I'm going in circles already. So, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, it's still okay, but you don't have to watch it in the cinema. Save your money. And the actors were good, the singing was good, and that's about it. Hopefully, there's another movie that uses Beatles songs in a better way, but if that never exists, just just watch Across the Universe. It's awesome. For real, though.